Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. Most of the things that sellers or professionals who have been taught to sell do that don't work are things that other people taught them thinking they were doing them a favor and they're actually doing them a disservice. There are three specific things that I consider to be the worst things you can possibly do in sales. And sadly, I see them all the time. And I'm gonna give you alternatives for what you should do instead. The first big mistake is they tell people that, look, you need to focus on your features and benefits and lead with that and develop an elevator pitch that talks about your features and benefits. However, in research I've done across over 10,000 executives on how people make and approve decisions, features and benefits are not a priority for the customer. Instead, the customer cares about what problem you can solve for them, how well you understand why they need to fix that problem, and then you have confidence in the likely results or outcome associated with whatever you're going to be delivering for them. So if you lead with features and benefits, you are suffering from axis displacement disorder. That's where you as the seller believe the axis of the earth has shifted and the world now revolves around you. But instead, you need to lead with what matters to your customer. And that's where you need to develop a real keen understanding of what problems you solve for other people. So for your ideal clients, how do you help them? Why do people come to you to solve what sorts of issues? And in fact, when I see businesses struggle, it's usually because they don't have a clear way to articulate what problems they solve. They constantly revert back to, here are the features of our product, here are the benefits, and they fail to connect with the customer about what problem they solve. The second biggest mistake that people make is they're taught to qualify opportunities using something called BANT, Budget, Authority, Need, and Timing. And this is an old school approach for how you would qualify opportunities. Do they have budget? Does the person have authority? Do they have a need for this? And is this time sensitive? If you wanna get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. So what happens is we start asking people questions like, well, what's your budget? Well, what's your budget is kind of like saying, so, so how much money are you going to spend with me? And the client is thinking, well, if I actually thought you could help me and deliver a good outcome, I might be willing to pay more than I would otherwise. The problem with asking somebody, what is your budget, is it really doesn't give you good information. Let's say you have a solution that costs $100,000. You ask somebody, what's your budget? And they say, we have 80000 Well, what usually happens is people then go back to their boss and say, hey, we need to get this thing to 80,000. But if the client said, we have a budget of 150,000, you might think, oh, well, we can only do it. We can do it for 100. We'll save you 50,000. Budget is incredibly misleading because let's face it, think about as a consumer, if your air conditioning failed in the dead of summer, would you have to have it budgeted in order to replace it? No, you just find the money from something else. The same thing happens in business. If the client understands the problem and they feel the magnitude of that problem is big enough, they'll find the money if they feel you can actually solve that problem. So asking people budget, terrible question. And the third biggest mistake that people make is they focus on the decision rather than focusing on the result or outcome. Now that leads to some horrible questions like, 
who is the decision maker? Now, you could ask the janitor and they'll tell you that the decision maker for buying an enterprise software system is them. Because whoever you ask, two things happen. One, it kind of implies that what you're saying is, well, the organization couldn't possibly entrust anyone like you to make this decision. So who is the decision maker? And it becomes immediately adversarial. The second problem is that it shows that your focus is on the sale, not the solution, not the result. So instead, you want to ask questions like, so just because you spend money with us doesn't mean we're successful. What would we measure together six months down the road to know that we were successful? What might prevent you from achieving those results, even if we do everything we said we would do? Hey, just out of curiosity, who's likely to chime in and we haven't talked about yet? who would either bless this thing or kill it in the 11th hour. That'll give you insight into who needs to be involved in the decision and who to include in the process. It'll make it so that your prospect doesn't feel like you're doing an end around them, but instead you're more committed to the results than you are to the sale. So those three big mistakes, the first one, focusing on features and benefits, instead focus on the problems that you solve. Focusing on budget, very misleading because If it's important enough, they'll find the money. So don't focus on the budget. Focus instead on what the impact is of not solving the problem. And then finally, don't focus on the decision maker and who's actually going to sign off on this. Instead, focus on the results and ask questions about what success looks like, how you're going to measure it. If you focus and shift from those old school methods to these modern approaches, you'll have better success and have better transparent and honest conversations with your potential clients. If there are topics you'd like me to address, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. If you found this episode helpful, would love it if you would like it, share it with other people. And of course, we will see you next week on the Same Side Selling Podcast. So long.